بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد وعن أبي وائل شقيق بن سلمى قال كان ابن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه يذكرنا في كل خميس فقال له رجل يا أبا عبد الرحمن لوددت أنك ذكرتنا كل يوم فقال أما إنه يمنعني من ذلك أني أكره أن أملكم وإني أتخولكم بالموعظة كما كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يتخولنا بها مخافة السعامة علينا متفق عليه As we mentioned part of the emulation and following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a very very great part of the mission of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was Dawud and Tabligh this title Rasulullah Messenger of Allah ulama say the amal or the action that fulfills or that depicts this title Messenger of Allah in other words one who conveys the message of Allah so Dawud and Tabligh was an integral part of the mission and objective of Rasulullah sallallahu and he is our guide, our role model, our example, our qudwa. So emulating his practice in this also is a great responsibility that falls upon us. And this is why we find Imam Nawi rahimahullah the last few chapters at length the manner in which Rasulullah gave Dawat, how he spoke, the eloquence, the clarity, the sweet logic, the coherence in the words of Rasulullah, the choice of the words. This particular chapter, chapter which deals with was giving advice, wal iqtisad fihi, and to be concise. We discussed one verse of the Qur'an, Udu ila sabili rabbika bil hikmah wal mu'idhatil hasana wa jadilhum billatihiya ahsan wherein Allah Ta'ala commands us, Udu ila sabili rabbika, give da'wah towards the way of your Rabb. The manner in which we should give da'wah with hikmah, mu'idhatil hasana, beautiful examples with wisdom, wa jadilhum billatihiya ahsan and if we have to engage in debate, do it in a good manner. Likewise, Elsewhere in the Quran, Allah says, Wa'idhum. Wa'idhum. This word Wa'idhum comes from Wa'az. In other words, give them Wa'az, nasihat, advice. How must you give them advice? Wa'kullahum fi anfusihim qawlam baligha. Allah Ta'ala says, address them in such a manner, qawlam baligha. They must be balagat, eloquence in what you are saying. In the tafsir, interesting tafsir of this command of Allah Ta'ala, Mufassireen have given qawlam baligha, that your speech must be balir, it must penetrate the heart of the listener. Hiya tawasul ila afhamil ma'anil maqsooda. In the tafsir of this, Mufassireen have mentioned that when you speak, the objective, the correct meaning of what you are trying to say should be conveyed. وَإِصَالُهَا إِلَىٰ قُلُوبِ السَّامِعِينَ And your words should penetrate the heart of your listener. In such a manner, أَفْسَحُهَا وَأَحْلَاهَا لِلْإِسْمَاعَ وَأَوْقَوْهَا فِي الْقَلْبِ 
it should be eloquent, it should be beautiful to, uh, to the listener. وَأَوْقَوْهَا فِي الْقَلْبِ And it should enter the heart of the person. So teaching, giving dawat, addressing people, giving bayan. On the one hand, this forms part of the emulation of Rasulullah wasallam. On the other hand, this is an amanat. It is a trust. It should not be just done anyhow. As we see in this riwayat, yesterday we did the translation. Today we'll go into a little bit of detail. Abu Wail Shaqiq bin Salma, as we mentioned, was a tabi'i, the generation after Sahaba Ikram. He was amongst the students of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu is that Sahabi who was so close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That Muadrikhin historians mention that if somebody didn't live in Medina Munawwara and he was not aware of who the inhabitants of Medina are and you had to ask him, he had to come all of a sudden and observe how close Abdullah bin Mas'ud shadowed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this person would bear testimony that Abdullah bin Mas'ud is part of the household of Rasulullah. He's part of the family of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So close he used to follow Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So obviously what we learn from his, his ahadith are a real eye-opener as to the actual teachings of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So one of his students he says, Kan ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu yudhakkiruna fi kulli khameez. Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu ta'ala would have dars, would teach us, would address us every Thursday. In other words, there was a majlis every Thursday that would occur. And Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu ta'ala anhu would engage in teaching, reminder of the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Faqala lahu rajul, one of the students said, Ya Aba Abdul Rahman, Abu Abdurrahman, as we mentioned yesterday, was the kuniyat, or call it, English translation would be nickname, but nickname doesn't actually do justice to what kuniyat is. In other words, it was a, res- a respectable title that would be given. Ya Aba Abdurrahman. They would address him like that. Lawaditu annaka dhakkartana kulla How nice it would be if instead of once a week on a Thursday, you would have a majlis and a gathering every day. In another riwayat it comes, Inna nuhibbu hadithaka wa nashtahihi. We love your words and we greatly desire them. This is why we want you to have majlis, dars, address us every day. What was the response of Abdullah bin Masood? There are several points which ulama ikram extract from the response of Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu ta'ala and very important lessons we learn. As I said, giving dars, engaging in dawat and tabligh, this is an amanat also. It's not just that you speak anyhow, but cognizance has to be taken who you are speaking to, when you are speaking. How much are they able to absorb of what you are saying? What is their attitude towards what you are saying? Not that, okay, I am speaking the words of Allah and His Rasul Wasallam, so they have to listen to me and I can speak any way I want. No. Look at this response he gives. He says, أَمَا إِنَّهُ يَمْنَعُونِي مِنْ ذَلِكُ أَنِّي أَكْرَهُ أَنْ أُمِلَّكُمْ 
says, first and foremost, I have, I am not having majlis or gathering every day, just once a week on a Thursday, because I fear that you people will become bored. And I measure, I speak to you in measured tones. I do, in my nasihat and my advice, I measure what I'm going to put in front of you. Kama kana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yatakhawalluna. I learned this from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also would measure what he told us sahaba. Makhafata sa'amati alayna. Out of the fear that we may become bored, we may take lightly the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So from this, the points which ulama Ikram mentioned is that first and foremost, Abdullah bin Masood is saying, I space out what I am presenting to you as Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did so that you do not become bored, it doesn't become too much, you don't start taking lightly whatever is being presented to you. So from this we learn an important usul and principle of shariat, that of moderation. Don't overdo things, even if it's a good thing. Even if it is a good thing, don't overdo it. Why? Because human nature is such. Once something becomes adat, once something becomes a habit, then the azmat, the greatness, the value of it naturally comes out of the heart of a person. So if you overdo even a good thing, not even deen, even dunya, overdo something that is good, person loses the value. So Abdullah bin Masood says, purposely I measure what I present to you as Rasulullah measured his words, what he would present to us. So one is moderation. Secondly, Ulama Ikana mentioned that if you continuously keep advising a person over and over again, the person will not fully focus on what you are saying. And because we find the heart is such that at times the heart is disinclined. Sometimes a person's interest is somewhere else. So don't overdo it. Another important point Ulama Ikram mentioned, they say teach bearing the temperament, capacity and desire to learn of your students. This is an important zimedari and responsibility of a teacher. He should understand his students. How much are they able to absorb? How much will they comprehend? How much desire do they have? Do they really have value for the words of Allah and His Rasul And based on that, He should give them things in doses. He should not overdo things. And one final point, we've run out of time on which I will terminate, which is actually a daqiq, a deep point, but in it is a great lesson for us. We've heard the verses over and over again. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا For you, in the Rasul of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is the most beautiful example. وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوا وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنُوا فَانْتَهُوا What the Rasul has given you, hold on to it. What he has prohibited you from, stay away from. The manner in which the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would emulate and imitate Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in every aspect. Even in this. Nabi Islam measured what he told us. He would not do it all the time. He would see how much our capacity was. He was afraid that we would become bored and take lightly what was said. 
Abdullah bin Masood said, my Nabi did that, I also will do that. In every aspect, they made kamil, perfect, complete attempt to follow and to copy the example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this is Ain Shariat, this is Ain Deen, and this is Ain Muhabbat. The display that of the true love and affection we have for Rasulullah lies in this. He is our example. We attempt to follow him in every aspect. Lagi was Tawfiq Swami.